Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the show after a week hiatus. Ah, Seth and Sean Sports Radio. Seth Hammonds. Yeah. Uh, we thought this little baby was coming actually tonight. That didn't quite happen. So she was born 3 o'clock last Tuesday, hence why the show was canceled. Um, so uh, Morgan Lilly came in six pound, 5 pounds, 9 ounces. All good. Mommy, who's a superwoman, is home. Baby's doing fine. You know, we're trying to deal with a jealous two-year-old is the toughest part of this so far. Oh, Jakey's a little jealous. Well, well, how is Layla taking it? Layla is taking it about as well as, not as badly as as Jake is taking it. Um, But Jake is having some fun. His jump shot is really good. So we're playing a lot of ball. Okay, well, that is Actually, our first there's surprise. A rumor, there's a rumor that Knicks may offer him a minimum, uh, an MLE. So, well, which we'll, would be get nice... to, we'll get to that. In the, we'll get to that in a second because our favorite ex Nick is is supposedly starting again. But one second before that, uh, our second surprise is Nabate Alves is on his way. So hopefully he will <laughs> be here by the end of the show. There is a little bit of a uh, delay due to traffic and transit and. Thunder and lightning, the same thing that is keeping the Mets from playing. But I just saw on the on on Sports Center, and I had to look it up on Twitter because I couldn't believe it that today was the introductory uh, introduction of Carmelo Anthony as a Houston Rocket. And when asked if he was going to come off the bench, he said the same thing he did in Oklahoma City. He basically said, "I'm going to come off the bench." Yeah, right. 
I don't get it. How can this guy continue to believe that he's any good? Maybe somebody else can explain this to me, that he's a starting player in the NBA. $27 million contract makes him think he's good enough to be a starting player in the NBA. At this point, he's not. He's not getting paid $27 million by the Rockets. Right, but in his mind, there's no difference. He got paid $27 million to go away. That's like more than Bobby Mania and and Bruce Sutter combined. Like, that's a huge deal to say, go away. I just don't get it. But you know what? You know what? Jake may be a better defensive player than Carmel Anthony these days. Uh, I'd give him a year. He's still not comfortable on the on the slide yet. He doesn't know how to pick up the switch on a pick and roll. But give him six okay, months. That's... We'll see where we're going. Okay, but he's shooting fair. about fifty percent right now from uh, from six feet away. So, and that's better than me. So, better than that's, me. That's definitely better. Than me. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, so anyway, so we, just to give a little uh, brief, just to give a recap of where we go from here, uh, next week is our normal show, and the week after that, next week's our normal show, or next week we are doing, hold on, I'm, I'm getting a calendar just so we understand where we are at this point. Um, I just had a calendar out. I can't find it. Oh, there we go. Okay, so calendar. So today is the 7th, the 14th will be a regular show, the 21st I will be in Japan, and Seth will have a guest host for the college football preview show, because Lord knows, A, I don't know anything about college football, and B, I'm going to be in Japan. The following week on the 21st, which will be a Wednesday for me in Korea, we will have our NFL pre, uh, our fantasy preview show, and then on, on sorry, that's the 28th, and then on the 4th we'll have our, our NFL preview that we normally do on Tuesdays. It may be a little earlier in the day, given the fact that we will likely have a draft or two around that time period. So, but we will definitely give you the heads up as to where we are going with that. I will be traveling. Seth will be dealing with two children. There may be an adjustment in the schedule from every now and again for the next couple of weeks, but we'll keep you abreast of that situation. So in the last yeah. week, Seth. Uh, we've, we've, already, we've already seen how the fun of, of, one, of, one, of hosting with one child is. Hosting with two will be interesting, to say the least. Yeah, well, you might have to do another right diaper Morgan sleeps. Oh, do you know how and many diaper changes I've done in two years? Yeah, the last two years, do you know how many diaper changes I've done of Jake while we, while hosting this show? So, I would I'm not too worried about that. I would probably add a zero to that. So, so as as I am well aware, babies. Well, Morgan is probably doing three things at this point: eating, sleeping, and well, going to the bathroom. That's about it. That's I mean, about that's it. what newborn babies do. That's why we're not she's going crazy at this point, because she's so small and so young that she just sleeps. So Jake is having that's why it's the bigger the bigger issue is Jake kind of not being the center of attention all the time, and mommy and mommy's unable to carry him right now. So you know, so he he's got he's 
getting a little antsy, but he's figuring this out as he goes, as we all will. So pro- programming note that I just figured out on September 10th, we will not be having a show. We will uh, we will be having a show either on the 11th or the 9th, uh, probably the 11th or the 12th, due to the fact that it is rushing on us. Steph, I, be- I believe the Nabate is here, so I'm going to let you talk for two seconds while I go get him. Well, first of all, <clears throat> thanks to everybody. Um, we didn't tell anyone for a few days, but appreciate all the texts, emails, the Facebook comments, the likes. Um, you know, we're not big on posting 97 pictures of our kids, but, you know, it was, we kind of wanted people to at least know that it ha- it had happened or for some people to even find out that she was pregnant. And, you know, it's hard to believe that we started this show. I was single. Can't really remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> it's even harder to believe I am. No, not really hard to no, believe not. at all. But thanks, thanks for that. Well, one. It, it, well, it, it, let's be honest. You, 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 you at one point just wanted to go. Who could beat you up? That somewhat limit. That was somewhat limiting of the of the talent pool. Look, I get so, it. I get it. Nabata just walked in. I'm sure he'll have. Plenty of comments uh, about my dating life once he is done. Uh, once he is done settling himself, but the fact of the matter is, we, yes, missed, the last time the, that I, well, hold on. I missed the days of making uh, of your dating life, where we, I was trying to get to get listeners to to have people call in on the show with women. You could still have that. I missed those. Why is this changed? I could. I, I, I have been lazy in my in, in my married days over the in my parenthood days over this. Aren't you supposed to live vicariously through me? Yeah, it's sad. I, I would expect more. <laughs> well, I'm, wor- I'm you know I've been busy tracing myself around the world rather than dating everybody and everything. So, I, I it's a, it's a little trade off here, but you know what. We have the NFL back coming coming back soon. We have college football coming back soon. My dating life will pick up in September and October. So, Seth, you, I will not be taking another international trip probably until February. There's plenty of time to date. I, I, I promise you, Seth, you will have plenty of opportunity. And if, if someone so is willing to at, go on a, on a plane with Sean to go away for two months, all expenses covered, Please feel free to reach out at 760 Wait a second. Where did we go with this? I think I promised to pay for an entire month of, of, of yeah, no. So, anyway, Nabate just walked in. He, he's gotten this thing done, and now he's ready to talk. So, I'm going to introduce the one and only who looks rather sleek right now and smells in coming off his world tour one Nabata House. And I will go get a drink Woo-hoo! while he does that. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? With the world. Well, so I had that I had that in May. You had your world tour in May. You you debuted your album Eclectic Excursions in June. And you got engaged. July, oh, July, July, July. July twentieth was the release date, so how is it yeah, yes, not sir. a bad week. A couple of months. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been a great run, great time, and uh, it's great to have, uh, you know, it's so funny, great to get a shout-out from Chuck D, Fran Fischilla, K. 
Kiris Burke, who's the Warriors uh, TV reporter, gave me a shout-out for my record. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Uh, yeah, so definitely, like, a lot of different people from, like, music and sports uh, give me a shout-out. It's awesome. Because when, when I think, of, when I think of, pe- of experts on jazz, Fran Fraschilla is the first person that comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fran, Coach Fran's my guy. That's my guy. Like, anything I do, he supports. Like, he's one, like, when doing so much to talk about, 2008, 2009, 2010, he will always give me time, give me an interview and everything. And, that, and now he's a Sirius XM. He does stuff with Sirius XM. So I worked with him a couple of times with um, his NBA draft previews and stuff. That's my guy. Like, Fran, for sure, I'll do anything. I'll run through a brick wall for Coach Fran. I wish I was in St. John, 90, circa 96. I wish I was in Manhattan, circa 94. Real talk, you know? So I'd like to ask that, that you've been replaced. Nabate and I are cheersing with our tequila right now, and you have been replaced as you are sitting at home. We will happily provide you a, a box of very, very cheap cigars at a later time. But your tequila... Uh, you, you picked up you picked up Philly you picked up Philly blunts for me. Aw. <laughs> no, no, no. Those are man cigars. We picked up the women's little itty bitty cigars for you. <laughs> the little rollies. We you can make them yourself if you'd really like. We could go that route. Yeah, you're not fair going enough. That. That's, that's <laughs> next time. Next, next time. time. Well, we'll, be sure, cigars. we'll be sure to We'll be sure to bring them over along with your apron so you can cook something on the... On Is this going? No. Apron. Oh, no, but Seth is still going to be there for the show. What show? I thought the show. What show are we talking about? He's right here. I thought we were doing the show together. He's right on the show. No, 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 Am I am I allowed to sue for for discrimination if I'm being kicked off of my own show because I had a because I had a baby? <laughs> no, no. I thought Morgan was like calling calling for you or something. How is little Morgan doing? Little Morgan is sleeping, pooping, and eating, and no, and just threw up on Harley in no specific order. That's the life. That's the life. Please, I wish I was that age. Everyone take care of me. Please, <laughs> I wish I <laughs> No, you, what you want to be is my son's age because all he wants is to shoot baskets. And pretty much yeah. he's shooting on a six-foot hoop, hitting about 50% from about five feet away. He's now shooting wow. a hoop into the basket. He's a little upset. But that's right. He doesn't, he doesn't have to worry about shooting hoops to pay for the mortgage and pay for those car payments and pay, you know what no, I mean? Not right <laughs> and pay for, and, not right and pay now. for like, what? Well, and and I'm not you know and I'm not saying that he's gonna have hopefully he won't have big mamas either you know what I'm saying be careful have to be careful of that when he gets older you know what I'm saying so. we'll talk to, we'll talk to him about that over beers at age six and that's when he'll learn all this <laughs> maybe so if you want to call in just with Nabate myself and Seth about Jake or we will get to sports at some point in this conversation 760-283-0846 Seth and I sorry Nabate and I chilling over some some very fine tequila Seth chilling with Jake over some milk Sorry, I, I, buddy. Do, I am you'll, over milk. There is no question about it. You, you'll, you'll, you'll get back. You'll, you'll get back to us sooner or later. Probably, we'll yeah. see in twenty. Okay. 
Minutes, By that point, Nabate has two of his hours. own, so then he'll be the one sitting at home, not us, not us. But okay, and what? So, what you, and Sean, we're still going to be trying to get you dates at that point. No, no, you won't. I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. I'll be in twenty years. I'll be fine. You'll no be problem. sleeping in our basement. I, I have, nope, no basement. Have, it's nope, I, <laughs> No, I will be fine. I will be fine. To the listeners of the show, I will – well, I won't say I won't be single in 20 years, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'll be wanting anything. I take after my uncle, who is 75 and married a 42-year-old woman. God bless that man. Oh, God yeah. bless him. God bless him. God bless him. So that, that – yeah. So any – look, that runs in the family somehow. So if I get to 75 or 65 – I'm a, I'm in good shape. I, I'm just I'm just entering my prime, my friends. I'm perfectly fine with that. But okay. Yeah, I'll be, so I'll be long, I'll be long we, dead by then. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or at least long broke. Oh, you'll be under so, second husband. Living off my insurance money. She just shot me a look of right. confusion. So, well, why don't you ask the bot to his thoughts on Carmelo's comments? Uh, so. So, Nabate, I'm not sure you saw this, but Carmelo had his introductory uh, introductory news conference yet. In Houston, yeah. And they asked him if he was going to the bench. And he gave the exact same response yeah, he, he gave in bench. Oklahoma City. Yeah. There's yeah. no – He's like, bench, what? 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 Yeah. Did you hear me? Oh. That's a bet. There's no way this guy could be starting for a playoff team, no, right? I, I got to say, he actually will start because they lost Ariza. So, he's going to start – Right, right, yeah, yeah, I think, but I think he's going to have a tough time being able to finish games. That's P.J. Tucker right there, you know. That's the guy that can play defense. Well, that's what I'm saying. Didn't they lose, didn't they lose, but, but they lose Tucker to but, Phoenix? Uh, P.J., no, P.J.'s still there, but Ariza, Ariza went to Phoenix, and uh, Don Ariza Ute went back to Bob the Clippers. Gone. It's with, yeah, he went back to the Clippers. So, but but it's it, I, I think it's a situation where you wonder – LeBron, when he gave that speech to those AAU kids, you know, the AAU tune, they yeah, totally – now, you know LeBron and Carmelo go way back to AAU. They're like best friends. You know, like they, they have that type of relationship where LeBron is the type of person where, well, sometimes, you know, where he's going to say something. If he's going to say something out in public, like subtly, then he said it to you face-to-face. There's no question about it. So, And Melo and him have that type of relationship. Because remember, him, Melo, and Lenny Cook. Lenny Cook, back in the day, they came up together, those guys. So, I, I don't know. Melo, he just has to... Like I said, he will start. He will have the opportunity to start, get some buckets, but he better realize he may not be finishing the last six minutes of the game. I can't. He, he's going to be the Syracuse uh, starting center. The guy that, that comes in he makes a mistake 10 minutes in, and Bayheim looks at him and says, you're done, and sits his ass on the bench, and that's it. And he's done for the rest of the game. Bayheim didn't do that that one year. No, well, that's when Me- but that's when Melo can play defense. Melo don't play, and that's when the zone hit everybody. So we'll, so we'll see, but I, it was just a very interesting situation. And I kind of wonder what the Rockets are thinking. I get letting go of Ariza. But I don't get letting go of Butte. Is Butte was the guy that really held that team to Embamute, excuse me. Excuse me. Sometimes I don't get the names right. But 
but they re-signed Capella. They kept the three together, and they added Carmelo. But I don't think they're any better. I think they're actually worse oh, no. than they were before. The, the problem that they have – yeah, no, I agree. The problem that they have is they have the Ryan, Ryan Anderson albatross of a contract. They're – you know, Carmelo, we have no idea how Carmelo and D'Antoni are going to coexist. Obviously, prior, you know, previously, based on prior circumstances, it hasn't been overwhelmingly good. Um, you know, the difference is, there. you know, will Chris Paul, I mean, this is all going to come down to, will Carmelo listen to Chris Paul? And will Chris Paul say, okay, look, you know, 30 games in, this is the issue going on with you, Melo. You got to do A, B, and C. A, will Chris Paul say it? B, will, will Carmelo follow? Because they are also very good friends. If he does, then this may not turn out to be a cluster beep. If they don't, if he doesn't and says, no, I'm still, you know, the Carmelo from 2000, whatever it was, 9, 10, who led Denver to the conference finals and still think, still think I'm that good, well, then you're going to have a real problem. Because you have, two, I mean, you have Harden, who is the biggest ball hog in the NBA. You have Mel, you know, Paul, who's still a top three point guard, and you, you know, at best, Anthony is a, is a third option. He's never been happy with. He, he has no interest in being a third option. He stated this before. I don't know. I, I, I don't see this playing out beautifully. No. Well, not only is he a third option, but Chris Paul's a year older. He doesn't play any defense or doesn't play it as well as he used to. James Harden is a human turnstile. Carmelo is even worse than a human turnstile. Ryan Anderson's a human turnstile. Capella is there nicely, but he's not the Kembe Mutombo. He's he's a good, serviceable defensive player. But he's not Dwight Howard. He's not the Kembe. He's not the guy that can just cover up everybody's mistakes. Look, Ryan Anderson's albatross of contract is important. But let's understand, they're over the cap even before Ryan Anderson. They just signed Chris Paul to a $40 million contract, and Harden's got another 40. Remember, the cap's only at about 120. So, 107, it's even less, as Nabate has corrected me, which is right. 107, they're, they're way over that. And Capella got 16. I mean, you're at three players with 96 million. I get that Ryan Anderson couldn't be traded. I know that the fact that they couldn't. And the more salary they added, the deeper into the tax they went. But at the end of the day, if you're building a championship team, you don't let those two guys go. And they did. And that was that pretty much, to me, is the end of their championship chance. I don't think they have a shot. I think you have to think about it. You think it would actually be the full team. Because I see Utah and I see Oklahoma State being better. Uh, excuse me, Oklahoma City. Sorry. Mike Dungy's a man. <laughs> Jeff Cayman's is a father. But we're drinking tequila. Anyway. <laughs> so, the last time we left, well, the last time Seth and I talked was before the, the Major League Baseball trading deadline. I know we're moving topic to topic, but I think it's important to, to, to go through some of the major trades that were made and where we see these teams. So the Yankees have lost Aaron Judge, probably for the good, for the better part of the regular season. He's got a hand injury. That guy's not coming back with the same power. Well, I think you also have to 
Yeah, okay. Okay, guys, let's understand. When I say gone, I don't mean gone in the concept of he's not going to play. My concept is guys that come back from that injury, which is a hamate bone on his hand, do not develop the power right away. He is not going to have that type of power. He might be able to get on base. All right. Let me let me tell you, that Yankee team needed a starter. They didn't get one. And now, lay it, lay it, Oh, my God. Yep, to do. Lance Lynn. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Nabonte and I are going to get into a Jeff Bagwell situation right here. He kicked something way off the staff. I am so happy that the crap just keeps – as Sandy Alderson said to me a couple of days ago, if you throw enough crap at the wall, something's going to stick. And Lance Lynn, Sonny Gray, and whoever else they acquired, Jay Happ, are all mediocre pitchers. Can we agree – Come on. Jay Happ. All right. All right. All right. So, so this is this is where Nabate and I go astray. Is Jay Happ a number two starter? No, no, but he's, he, not, he's not supposed to be a number two starter. Under, okay, let me finish it. So they got a bunch of number fours. But, but I'm saying they got they got. Tanaka, Severino. Have you seen Severino's stats the last month and a half? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you have heard this. The same way that Jeff Bagwell was not going to make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you and I had that discussion. Yeah. Wait, I didn't say that. I said he was a Hall of Famer. Nope. No. No, that was our first discussion, my friend. No, I said he was a Hall of Famer. Anyway. Nope. Okay. We gotta get to the video. We gotta we gotta find that. We gotta find the video at at the bar called Social. You know that's where we had that discussion, right? Yes. Yep. We did. No, let me. I got something for you. I'm gonna look up. Remember that show we did when we said Hall of Fame or not? No, no, no. That was three years later. No, no, I know. No, and that we're all just taking positions. Actually, what's that, Seth? I said that show doesn't count because we're just taking position. It didn't mean we per se agreed with it. Um, okay, fair enough. No, fair enough. Okay, so you believe that the Yankees have enough pitching to win a World Series right now? No, they're not going to make it to the World Series. The Astros, the Astros are going to make it back. Okay, but they can beat the Red Sox. In a series. Really? Absolutely. You think you think with that pitching they could beat the Red Sox? The Red Sox. What do they have? The Red Sox are throwing Chris Sale. Who may be the best pitcher in the American League? David Price is is, is absolutely a stunk in the playoffs. Rick, Rick Porcello, who just pitched an 86 pitch one nothing game. Rick Porcello, please. He what has he done in the postseason? That's what I'm saying. Don't say that. You're naming guys like Lance Lynn and Jay Happ. Check it out. That's Sebastian, a horse in the postseason. Sebastian is not going to even make the rotation in the playoffs. No, he is. Just because. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, so you have so you have a rotation. Wait, you pitch four guys in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yep. Matthew, yep. Naka, Severino. Oh, so Lance Lynn doesn't even matter. Lance Lynn, no, check it out. He will be a long, he can be he can be off the bench. Right. So my point is, you just extolled the virtues of 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 Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's not even making the rotation in this team. 
So you believe that the starting four for the Yankees is better than the starting four for the Red Sox? Porcello? In the playoffs. All I'm saying is the starting four versus the starting four. Wait, what has Jay Happ done in the playoffs? We're gonna go. Wait, we're gonna go look at this. Okay. Because I'm loving this. So Jay Happ. Am I still on the show? Because, because I don't believe Jay Happ has even played in the playoffs. No, no, it's Toronto. It's with those Toronto teams that made it. All right, we're gonna go. I got it right here. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, don't, don't you worry. Okay, don't you worry. Playoff, playoff, postseason. You are absolutely correct. He has a 3.72. He's 1-1 one and one with a 500 record. Okay. I'm in case for nine innings. That's important. Um, he's got a 1.8 whip. That's not very good. That's not good. He's averaged 8.8 strikeouts per nine innings, yeah. but 11.6 hits per nine innings. That's a problem. But this season, though, he has around 10.1 for nine innings. This season, I am looking it up because we love these stats because it's all about the stats. Wow, I sound like an old man. Uh, Right now, he has 10.3. There you go. Strikeouts per up. But with the Yankees, he's only got three. He pitched one game. One game, one game, one game, one game. I'm, I'm with you. He's also given up eight hits per nine innings. Generally not a great. He's got a good whip, no question about it. Yeah, I would, I would rock with him over Porcello. Check out Porcello's stats in the playoffs. Yes, sir, Captain Sir. <laughs> Seth, aren't you happy you're on this call? <laughs> yeah. What would, so you, would you? Would you? I was able to call in. Um, would you look, take I, I, Rick Porcello or or AJ Happ? I would take happily neither. Um, but I, that's a good question. I like that answer. So Rick Porcello but has pitched the playoffs to a 4.5 ERA, but doo, 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 a 1.3 whip better than half. Uh, 1.8 versus 1.3. That's a, that's an objective stat, my friend. Well, we don't object, um, okay, this yeah. is my. Yeah, I know we don't because we had because Bagwell was in the Hall of Fame by that time. By the way. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the bottom, okay. Yeah. No, that was the Bagwell argument. Let's, let's, okay. The Not Yankees the are, going, are back, what, eight and a half games right now? Nine games? Yeah. Yes. They are going to play in the in the uh, wild card against either Oakland or Seattle. Exactly. So whether Judge is out for two weeks or three weeks or whatever it takes to recover is really irrelevant at this point because they're not winning the division. Fair. So what you're looking at is Aaron Boone has two months to figure out what he has in half in Lynn and, and see, you know, who should be in the rotation. Obviously you have Severino and Sabathia. If Severino is going to pitch the wild card game, so they're going to pitch him on six days rest at a certain point. So he can rest his arm a little bit. Look, they're going to have issues with Paxton. We know this, but at the end of the day, you know, they brought in half because half beats the Red Sox. Let's call it what it is. They brought in Lynn because they gave up practic- They gave up Bupkis for him. Yep. So you're looking at well, they gave up Bupkis for all these guys, right? The, so the thing I'm that, not sure what the big set the, the thing about the Yankees, and I've always said this: there's no cap in baseball, granted, but the Yankees can always make a mistake, right? We can all 
we can all say that there are very few teams that can actually make a big mistake and be able to eat a Jacoby Ellsbury and just put him on the DL and say, all right, we'll just go get a replacement for him, right? I mean, this is the Danny Tartable contract from 20 years ago. They made a problem. They made a problem. They had a problem. And they just said, screw it. We, we have all the money in the world. We can do what we want. There are very few there are very few teams that could take on both Lance Lynn and Jay Happ's contract this year and just say, we're just going to pay Bupkis. And that's why they paid Bupkis for it, because they took on the, the money. Even the Mets, the cheapest team in the league, gave up Jarius Familia, wouldn't pay any money to Oakland. And we talked about this the last time we were on the show. And the reason they got Bupkis for him is because they wouldn't spend any money. But, yes, you are correct. Jay Happ is on the team for one reason and one reason only. True story. And, look, I agree with Nabate at this point. As good as Boston is, in a seven-game series, if McCullers is not on the DL, you know, I would go with, I would go with Houston also as the favorite. You have that phenomenal one-two punch of Cole and Verlander. Yeah, hitting is still fantastic. And Keiko, too, though. And Keiko, fine. Exactly my point. You know, they're the best. It's the best staff of the three teams. And I, I hate to sleep on Cleveland because Cleveland is pretty much, you know, is sleeping their way through the season because they can. So you, would, you do have four teams that have a legitimate shot. And, you know, the stinky part for the Yankees is, Look, they're going to end up with the third-best record in probably in baseball. But the way this works is they're going to be in a one-game playoff against, again, probably James Paxton. Not, not, not the best of situations. What are you going to do? You have the Red Sox, they're on track to win 100. You can't be that mad. Now the Red Sox are yeah, having a phenomenal Seth, I know you've been out of the situation for a while, but Seattle's not in the wild card right now. Oakland. Is it Oakland? Yep. They're I four games up. Who's Oakland? Jesus, who is he? I don't even know who Oakland's pitcher would be. Well, I'm going to look who that up right now because I don't. I, they they don't have like that's the they don't have a number Once one again, starter. Moneyball, Billy Bean, yeah, developing they, another generation of prospects, people that come in and do well in the majors, then he can trade them. So their number well, one starter right now. I'm I'm looking this up. By the way, their their uh, strength is in the bullpen. It's not in the, much the same way as the Yankees is, depending okay, on who you like, ask. Yeah. I don't think anyone so asked they acquired, that question. They acquired Mike Fires yesterday, and he might be their number one starter from Detroit. I mean, I'm looking up right now where they are, and I don't see a number one starter on this team, but not that they've ever had Do you see a number two, I mean, that's two? Do you a number two starter? Well, Mabate, you see Manea. Yeah, Sean Manea, I guess. I mean, but. Remember, don't sleep on Trevor Cahill. Who threw a shutout yesterday. Don't sleep on him. He's, he's, someone that, he's someone that he's had injury problems throughout his career, but he's been pitching so well. And I think they'll throw Cahill for that wild card. Well, he's a lefty, so they might. They'll put him out there against the Yankees. But the gist of it, though. But you get my point. At the end of the day. Yeah, look, the Yankees are nine, eight and a half out, nine out, whatever it may be. They're looking at the wild card game, a winnable wild card game. You know, throwing most likely Severino, you know, at Yankee Stadium, where they would be a favorite. 
And then whatever they end up playing, if they play Boston, no, you know, no one's going to sleep on them. Look, their lineup is too good and their bullpen is too good to sleep on the Yankees. Would they be favored? Probably I not. Would I... Look, I don't want to. I don't want to. Hold on. I don't want to recite. I don't want to state facts that aren't in evidence. But Sean Manea is the number one starter. He he started twenty three games. His whip is a one point zero one. You know, but Cahill, you put him. He has more. No, no, no. I'll put him in. I will put uh, him in one game. I'm just saying. Right now, he's ten and seven. He's thrown more strikeouts and walks by a ninety eight to twenty six. Now that is an A's philosophy. Don't walk the people. Mm-hmm. No question about it. But his whip. Look, Cahill's whip is a one point oh seven. Manea's whip is a one point oh one. My point is, they have guys that can go. We're not talking. We're not talking about. We may be talking about two and three stars, but we're certainly not talking about you're throwing Lance Lynn against everybody. You're, what? Talking- <laughs> you're also not throwing Justin Verlander. Watch, Lance Lynn's going to be good. Watch, I'm telling you. Watch in two months. In two months, I'm gonna I'm gonna have him eat crow. And I'll be happy to do it. <laughs> Believe me, nothing right. would make me happier than to see Sean eat crow. Um, it's a one game. It's a one game play, and Severino would probably be in that game. And one, as I was talking to Bate off the air just now, the problem with the Yankees is they have one guy. They have one legitimate ace. There's not two. There's not three. Tanaka, if he's on, if he's on, Sabathia's not an ace anymore. No, no, but Sabathia as a third starter. Oh, right, but listen to me. You're starting a new series. You're not starting game three. You're starting game one. We just talked about this. Severino goes in the wild card game. Right. He can't play. He can't pitch against the Yankees. I was talking about being game one. Wait, so the wild card game? No, 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 no. Right. No, no, I'm on in one game. No. Right. My point is, every other team except Oakland has two legitimate number one. They do. They do. What? Playoff notwithstanding, they have two legitimate number ones. Playoffs notwithstanding, I would take I would take a guy in any other situation over Tanaka. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. When they play Boston, if right? they play, if Boston, they play Boston, which they won't until they can't hit Sebastian. So let's understand. They can't. They, they can't. Can not, hold on. They cannot play Boston until the final because they will play the Astros. Right. Oh, forget it. Okay. Done. I, I think that's what I'm saying. They anyway. cannot play Boston. So, so even if Boston is the number one team, they're not allowed. I believe. No, no, no. You do. You do. You do. You play the same division. division? Yeah. It's the seeding. Was that changed? It was changed. Okay. My bad. Then they're going to play Boston. Yeah. No, they were two and three would play one, one and four, and two and three. So Boston would play wild card. Yeah. Yeah, but the Astros, how many, games, how many games are behind Boston? A lot. Okay, good. That's a good look for the Yankees. Boston is by far the best team in the in, in Major League Baseball. That's a good look for the Yankees to be able to play Boston in the first round than Houston. That's a better look, in my opinion. Of course, this is all Mabate's opinion. And I've been right most of the time. Except for Jeff Bagwell. <laughs> 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 because we both By the way, the Red Sox is 79 and 34. Yeah, they're, 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 they're they have a six a game. Seven and a half. Yeah, they got, they got a, good, a good lead going into the middle of August. Seven and a half lead on, seven and a half game lead on the Astros. So that's a good look for the Yankees, but still, they're not beating Houston. No team is beating Houston. So let's talk about the National League, where 
we have crap, crap, and more crap, right? Because the Nats, because the Red Sox have 79 wins, and Houston has 73 wins. And soon we're going to hear, well, let's all put them in one division like we do in the NBA because the National League is so much less than the American League. Oh, Once again, losing the All-Star game in the National League, which doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's matter at kind all. of like when you look at it, it's kind of similar in parallel to. But let me tell you, the Dodgers gave a big-time series to the Astros. They win seven games. Well, we have a whole lot of closeness here. So we have the, the Phillies and the Braves, and I just came from two games at City Field, which was mind-boggling that I sat through two complete games oh, at City Field watching the Braves play. And so Philly and Atlanta, probably the two teams we least thought were going to be in first and second place, are in first and second place. The Nationals sitting at third, five games behind. Are you surprised the Nationals didn't do anything at the trade that You know what? Uh, they should have traded for the company. They have to. They're not going to resign them. They sh- I would have. But, but the things that you wonder what teams were offering. Well, here's you know? my next question. If they're not going to resign Bryce Harper, what teams are? Because let's go through this, right? Okay. So the only teams that are consigned Bryce Harper are $400 million guys, $300 million. Mm-hmm. Right. Big name guys. The Dodgers are not signing Bryce. They're not because they want to sign Machado. They're going to retire him. It wouldn't matter anyway. They have no spots in the outfield for him. They probably would not sign a guy like that. Boston's not signing him. Where are you putting him? Jackie Bradley, Mookie Betts, Andrew Benneely. Let me tell you, not no, 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 no. Million Jackie Bradley struggled. They may oh, be able to trade. Let oh, right, but I just, Harper, I just spent $210 million on J.D. Martinez. Sean, if they lose to the Yankees, then they are definitely signing a Bryce Harper. If they lose the or if they lose in the first round to any team in the first round. If they, no, you know what? If they don't make the World Series, they sign a Bryce Harper. I would put any amount of money that they can we'll, we'll, we have to see how if okay, they make the World so let's Series. Continue. Let's continue, okay? So let's see the rest of the teams, right? I think St. Louis. The Cubs are not signing Bryce Harper. I think St. Louis is signing. St. Louis has the money. They do have the money, but they've never spent it that way. No, but check it out. They're not going to make the playoffs. And they have talent. They still have a lot of talent. Their outfield is garbage, too. Exactly. But they do have You're predicting Bryce Harper to St. Louis. I can see it's, it's a perfect situation. And they have the money to spend. Okay. We know he's not going to the Cubs, right? No, no, okay. No. We can assume that. The Phillies are an interesting situation, but I think they're more in Machado land than they are in yeah. Bryce Harper land. And, and also, too, he doesn't fit well in Philly. Philly will kill him. And, and that, and also, too, I just feel Philadelphia, they want to have, they want to still continue to build that young core because they're ahead of schedule. But I still think they go for a Machado rather oh, yeah. than Harper. Because right. they need infield help. They do. They need okay, the Braves are definitely not signing them. They don't have the money. Wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah, they, they're, they're not a money. But guess what? But they got, like, what's your, the young talent. I got a question for you. Do the Mets even – are, are they oh, even no. in those yeah. not. No? If you were Bryce Harper, would, you, would you consider the Mets? Wait. For, are you looking at them for money or – well, well, Boris, Scott Boris – and the Mets hate each other, so that's not going to happen. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, look, I don't disagree with And you. I don't blame Boris. And I take Boris aside. Really? <laughs> I don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. With those lunatics that are running the Mets, Detroit, <laughs> not going to sign them. No, because they still got Miggy Cabrera's contract. Yeah, and Victor Martinez. Oh, one more year. Okay. The Yankees, there's no room. No. They, they don't, don't need them. They don't need them. 
they need pitching more than anything else. Right. The Orioles are the only other team without a con without but they're so horrible. There's no way. Yeah. So we're looking at the Nationals possibly being able to resign him. him. So if you trade away Bryce Harper, I think you lose all the goodwill with him that to resign him. I think if and the other the thing Rivers, is they may want to ride Juan Soto. That kid on, they could still ride Juan Soto. Juan Soto's on a minimum contract four more years, mm-hmm. three more years. Mm-hmm. So here's my question though. The Nationals are out five games. It's not ten games. It's five games. Ooh. Bryce Harper gets hot. I mean, which ludicrous hot when he's done. So Bryce Harper. What? Who's your team? Pittsburgh? I love him. The San Francisco Giants. Because they lose Hunter Price. They still have uh, yeah, I said price. Yeah. Wow, tequila's good for me. Hunter Pence. Yeah, they're losing that contract. Yeah, I see that in the the, the environment, but the city of San Fran, and they have the they have the they have the revenue. But you just told me you would have traded them. They're five yeah. games out. They should have traded for They could have traded. No, no, no. The Nationals are five games out. No, they they're not they're not good enough to. They get have the best trade. pitcher in the National League. They're not good enough to get out of the National League. I don't think so. Not against Chicago. No, and they're not enough to win the division. Well, yeah. To them, that's a success, right? And then they're five games out. Yeah, they can make a run, right? So, so if I'm looking at, if I'm the Nationals, if I'm Mike Rizzo, and I say I could trade Mike, I could trade Bryce Harper, but what am I really getting back for? Probably not that much, because any team that. Because no team's getting a draft pick because he's going to be a free agent. Right, right, right. right. So I'm not going to get a whole lot of prospects back because this guy's gone. He's not staying with me. Well, guess what? If you trade into a team like a San Francisco or a St. Louis. Yeah, but wasn't giving it up. No, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a te- if there's a team that wanted – you see, I think they didn't do enough investigation. They didn't do enough they, to, to find right. a team that wants – that Bryce wants to be with and that – Wants to resign him. Okay, well. I understand that, but if I can make the playoffs, I don't think it's. I think it's a no-brainer to stay, and I take the draft pick. Remember, they get a draft pick out of it, yeah. right? So I'm saying, all right, I'm not going to trade him. I'm going to get a draft pick as opposed to taking crap, mm-hmm. which is what I'm going to get because even San Francisco is going to be like, he's going to go to free agency. Whether or not he resigns with me is another story. Still going to go to free agency. That's, then, short, that's short right field. Right, oh, the Nationals have to look at it as I get a first round pick yep. or I get what other people are giving me. Which yep. one's better? And I could take a shot at still getting the division. I actually think they made the smart move in keeping him, but I think he actually resigns there. Tell you flat out, I think he's, he's staying. Well, what what has he really done for that team from the standpoint of he's getting him to the next level? Yeah, that's individual. This individual, but they made what, the playoffs. Yeah, they but they've the not. But they haven't. No, but they made it with Stras. Strasburg was also the key to that. Agreed. As well. so, Agreed. I mean, it's an interesting situation. But personally, so, I. Yeah. Seth, do you have any inclination as to where Mr. Bryce, since you are Scott Boris's best friend, <laughs> where do you believe that Bryce Harper will land? And we're obviously going to do this again when free agency starts. But it's a big notion that the fact that he, they, he did not trade him. Do you think that the Nationals have a shot five games out 
and do you eventually believe, wait, this is the next question. Where do you believe he eventually comes as of today? Are you talking to me? I am. <laughs> I know. Devontae and I went at it. But we are asking you. I think he ends up resigning. I'm a winner. You're asking where I think he, where he end, I think he ends up at the end. I think he ends up resigning. Do you um, think it was the right move based on that to not trade him? Well, the problem is there's not too many Rodas Chapmans in the world. Where you trade him, you get back to your prospects, and then you sign him the, the next the next tier. The reality is. I don't think anyone is overwhelmed with Philly or Atlanta. If Washington's pitching, if Gio Gonzalez can get, if, if their pitching can get healthy, and I know that's a huge if, they still they need a lot of play. help. That bullpen, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just but, signed Greg Hall. So, so, so does every other team in that division. I mean, you know, Philly's a year or two. You know, Philly and Atlanta are both a year or two ahead of schedule, and you know, neither of them. I don't think Chicago or the Dodgers are looking at, at, the, at either of these teams and saying, man, I really don't want to play them in the playoffs. I mean, to me, it's still five games back if that's what it is, and that's what it was the last time I saw. It's still very reasonable to come back from against teams of this magnitude. So I think they kept – my guess is they kept them – they can get hot and they're healthy and their pitching can get healthy – yeah, their, their bullpen is not good. Their bullpen has never been good. But and and I mean, Doolittle has had a good season, but you know, yeah, you can't depend he's on not the Kelsey, long He's not Kelsey Jensen. He's not the Yankees bullpen. He's not Craig Kimbrell, but he's had a good year. Wait, wait, so, I mean, wait. hold on. Who is the Yankees bullpen, and who is Craig, Craig Kimbrell? He is the best reliever in baseball, and the Yankees have the best bullpen in baseball. Now. Yeah. I do understand what you're saying. I, I'm totally on board with it. I'd just like to point out to our listeners that in between all of this, I would say, awfulness of the Nationals, and Nabate and I both just saw Max Scherzer's numbers this year, he may be having the best year of his career. 15-5. and five. Now, 15-5, and five, he's only pitched 23 games. Yeah. He's gotten decisions in 20 of those games. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. That's number one. Number two, he's pitched 154 innings in 23 games. So that's an average of what? Six? Just on five or six? He's only let up 102. Seven, excuse me. Only let up 102 hits and has 210 strikeouts in 154 innings. I don't want to hear that Jacob DeGrom is anywhere in the Cy Young discussion at six and five with a 1.7 ERA. This guy's kicking the crap out of Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom should be in the discussion. At five and four? Well, the problem is that's what I mean. Look at the team he's I on. I get it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Look, like, his whip is .91. But I'm saying DeGrom is around, what, .94? Well, we'll look at that. But I think it's. Uh, I think we are missing the fact of by, by the Nationals having – I'm not saying you. I'm saying the collective we. Mm-hmm. are missing the fact of how good it is. How disappointing the Nationals have been. Is he a Hall of Famer now? Or does he oh, yeah. More uh, so, so you want to go into that discussion? I am happy to have it. Hey, Seth, you want to, is Nationals a Hall of Famer? What do you think? 
Is sorry, is who? Max Scherzer. So famous? let me let me run let me run down his stats so you can at least have some. So um, Seth is not near our computers tonight. So let me run down his stats. So Max Scherzer, excuse me, uh, 319 starts. He's 156 and 80. And he's 33. So he's 33. He's got a couple. Well, you're saying right now. So you're saying if he retires right now, or are you saying Ooh, uh, right? Because your definition is a little different. So his de- if so, he retires right now. Okay, so if he retires right now, he's not actually uh, two, four, six, eight. Okay, he is eligible. He's got 10 seasons, 11, I believe. He's got a 1.10 whip and has 156 wins. And guess what, too? What's great about him, Seth? He has – he will have seven straight seasons of 230 or more strikeouts. Because this year he has 210, obviously he's going to get to 300 this so year. So the question is at this point, what is a Hall of Fame for the future? Right? It's not 300 wins. It's not even champion. There won't be any. Like, Kershaw's the last person to have Kershaw a shot. Kershaw won't make it either. But that's what I'm saying, man. He has a shot. I think Scherzer has a better shot than Kershaw, and he's at 157. Uh-uh. That's how much I don't think Kershaw's, Kershaw's four years younger. Okay. Kershaw's four years younger right. with the same amount of wins. Same amount of wins, 156. I love having the box in the show. Kershaw has 149 wins and he's 30 years old. Okay, he's three years young. Scherzer is much healthier. Kershaw is not healthy. Agreed. So 156, so I think maybe 220 is the new 300. Yeah, 220, 240. He's going to make it. And Scherzer will get to 3,000 plus strikeouts. Oh, yeah, he's got 2,400 oh, yeah. already. So he's in, I, I, he's but in, not if he retires today. Today he's in. I have a very hard time. So the reason I have a hard time is he's only 3.22, okay? That's a very high ERA for the Hall of Fame. Not for today, for the Hall of Fame. Remember, Morris has the highest Hall of Highest ERA of all time. There's a lot of guys with three ERAs with careers, but they've had longer careers. Longer careers, right? This is not years. This is not Kofaxian, right? Three times five. Three five. I'm with you. Three five. I would say in this in this standard of baseball right now, where pitching is not as Proficient, like I how many pitchers have gotten into the Hall of Fame in the last ten years? Not very many. Not many, but he sure that we get. Well, not first ballot, but he would get it. That's my point, right? Pitching has not hit those established numbers, and because it hasn't hit those established numbers, I'm not saying the numbers are right, mm-hmm. but I'm saying they haven't hit the the three hundred. But, but let me tell you something about Scherzer. I'm gonna tell you and stuff. Check this out. Wait, this you got two different eye colors. Yeah. <laughs> 
I thought the Hall, you know, to the Hall of Fame speeches, the ones that I saw, obviously the one in Chattanooga was a little bit beyond my realm. Um, it was interesting, you know, hearing Jerry Kramer and hearing Brian Dawkins. I'll be honest, I can deal without Ray, without Ray Lewis. Always could. Um, but, you know, luckily all of them deserving Hall of Famers. Not really much of a question. I'm a little bit surprised Dawkins got in this quick, but shouts out to them. And ooh, thanks again. Sorry, it's been a little bit of a tough show, but thanks again to everybody for your shout outs. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys next week. All right, so I'll go, and then Navante can finish it off. So, number one, congratulations to Seth. Congratulations to Seth. I don't know how you're going to do two kids, but then again, they're your kids, not my kids. So, I'm not going to hear that. Uncle Sean is well prepared with gifts all the time and being able to give them back to you. So, that's number one. Number two, a very hearty congratulations to Jerry Kramer. Absolutely deserved it after a very long period of time. I mean, mean, even better. Congratulations to his kids who fought for him to be in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Loved it. Yeah. Brian Dawkins' speech was awesome. Was awesome. Anybody that can admit that I was near suicidal on a, on a stage as big as he did, mm-hmm. and even more so, thanking his wife for keeping him alive, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of props, a lot of shout-out to him. And whether or not he's a Hall of Famer, that was a Hall of Fame speech. You know, I, I think he is because what he did, he changed that Eagles culture. No, I, I, you know, I mean, the Eagles were like, it, it meant people remember Donovan McNabb, but, but B-Dog was the real captain of that team. I don't, think there's any, I don't think there's any disagreement as to when he would get in, mm-hmm. uh, whether he would get in. Mm-hmm. When he got in is a little early. Yeah. I, John Lynch I like a little better, but that, it doesn't matter. He's in. He's got his gold jacket. But B-Dog didn't have the talent around him. Like Just one more thing. That was the thing. Shame on the Hall of Fame committee. And I don't say this because they didn't elect Terrell Owens. But there should be no Terrell Owens rule. It happened once in 60 years. Somebody else wants to go do their own thing? Let them do their own damn thing. He looks like like an idiot. To me, Terrell Owens, no, to me, it's a person. I don't believe he looks. I don't believe he looks good in this situation. But I think the Hall of Famers look worse. But I, yeah, but I think To he he took a stand, and I give him credit for that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. So you say goodbye, and then we're good to go. All right. Well, take care, everybody. Thank you, Seth and Sean, for having me. Peace out. Uh, eclectic excursion. iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, everything. Check it out. The Bate. <laughs> we like to thank the Bate and. Seth. We'd like to thank Devante Isles for joining us, for Morgan for coming into Seth's life, for Jake to handling on and shooting baskets like he does every other week, to my good friend and nephew, uh, Benny Palmer. Happy birthday, buddy. We had a great time at the Mets game. Happy sixth birthday to you. We had a great time at the Mets game. I got to tell you, I am so happy you're a baseball fan because there needs to be one. And you are the baseball fan. So happy birthday to you. And to everybody, thank you so much for joining. We'll talk to you next week. We'll we'll be sure to have Devante on again very soon. All right. Have a good week, everybody. And Seth, get some sleep. (laughs) Bye-bye.